0: Listeners, guess what? Ew. We at YY said we have a certain thing called giveaways. Giveaway! You get one, you get one, and you get one. Ooh. <laughs> now, what is this one that you're getting possibly? It's action point. Oh yeah. Now this is a Blu-ray DVD combo. Uh now you're going you might be going, well, what what is action point? What point? is Action Point? I was. Hold on. If you are a fan of Jackass. Yes, I get to say that. <laughs> then this is the movie for you. It stars Johnny Knoxville and Chris Pontius of the same yeah. show. Yeah. And they do the same kind of things in this movie. Now, the selling point, according to the ref,
1: <laughs> Oh, is you just threw me out there.
0: <laughs> the bonus content here. Yeah, you get this high-definition film, but you get all of this bonus content, and one of the characters played by Chris Pontius, his name is Benny. So you get... Um, I'll just say this one. You get a bonus content entitled, Benny and the Ish Birds. No, it's not ish. Okay? I'll say the first part. Shh. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) And then it is at the end. So there we go. You know what you're getting here. Now, what happens in this movie is Johnny Knoxville is the owner of this amusement park that's all wrong. Everything about it's wrong. The rides, the staff, and so on. So, of course, you have to get stunts. And if you want to see the stunts where people are possibly being injured for real, this is the giveaway for you. And how do we find giveaways in Rep I well? You go to ww.wywatchthat.com
1: slash giveaways and three 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 one two three one two third three lucky winners get their chance to walk away with action point. Hmm. Over, you thought it was done. No, we say.
0: <laughs> we are from the Princess <laughs> Bride. Bow down to her. We a few tresses.
1: We are talking about television yet again. <laughs> we have a couple. I know. We have a couple season premieres, and we have some finales as well. And uh, I guess we'll just start with the premieres. How about that? Yeah, sounds great. The Innocents! (laughs) (laughs) Has started its new season. It's a new show. And it's on Netflix, so you can binge, binge, binge. Yep. And you were able to catch some of, or all of, the new show on Netflix. Yes.
0: (laughs) I did watch all eight episodes. Um, it is a production from across the pond, um, but not only British. There's also some Norwegian elements here. Ooh, mm-hmm. but it is it is a pure Netflix original, so it didn't air over there first. Ah, oh, now that means nothing. So let me tell you this: mm-hmm. the innocence. Now, this is not C E N C E at the end. It's C E N T S. Right. Okay, because, you know, saying it, it sounds the same. So we got a boy and a girl.
1: Oh, I like boys and girls.
0: They are teenagers.
1: Oh, I love teenagers.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And they decide to run away together.
1: Oh, we don't like that.
0: (laughs) Now the question is why? Well, the female is living with her father. There's some complications with that and her brother um, who has his own problems her, her brother is agoraphobic uh, he also has some physical disabilities oh. so he lives in his own little wing literally an annex <laughs> as they call it what? where's the mother she's left them hmm. hmm and the father has all of these rules to keep and her name is June, to keep June safe. Why? Old boy whom June is in love with, his name is Henry, or Harry, I should say. Oh, boy. Look, we got to give a little bit of flavor.
1: Yes, yes.
0: Now, Harry, his home life isn't that great either. We find out that his mother is a detective, and his father, let's just say, is incapacitated. And Harry has to take care of his dad as mom goes to work. Mm. He has to take care of himself as well, it seems. Why? So Harry and June go, we need to get out of here. These situations are stifling us. We're in love. We need to go to London <laughs> and live together as 16-year-olds. Oh, boy. Now, an, a whole other story going on, which is centered around Guy Pierce's character. He has this compound in Norway where he has three women he's taking care of. He's a psychologist, and they seem to have a problem. And from the very beginning, we see something strange happen because we see one guy in two places. In one place, he seems to be having some sort of seizure. It's not a seizure, but his eyes, they call, they say his eyes are vibrating. And in the other locale, He's looking, it seems, at himself, answering Guy Pierce's question, questions at the same time. What is housing in two places at once? No. And how is this connected to these women? Well, as we go along, we find that there's supernatural powers going on. Of course, June has these, and they have yet to unveil themselves. So the question is this, everybody, can Harry and June live on peacefully, or, will they be haunted by not only the powers that are latent and now coming to the fore, but also all of the secrets that have happened that led up to their family situations. Now, that's enough for me to give Yeah, it is. It's
1: enough.
0: Now, let me tell you, should you watch (laughs) this thing enough or not? (laughs) Now this is where you go, "Oh, this is another teenage story. We have powers. How many times have we seen this? It's either going to be too slow and too serious, or it's going to be too ridiculous. Right? That's a lot of what we're getting with these kinds of stories. But I'll tell you of out of a lot of these offerings lately, this is probably the best one. Oh. <laughs> they do the best job of balancing the act, and I think that the presence of the adult, adult storyline helps. OK. You get the emoting of the teens, teens, all of that. But they do get serious when they need to. So that's nice. And there is imminent danger. Mm. Now the question is who's the danger and who's not? Is it who you think it is, is it not, Etc. Okay, so that I appreciate it. Now they do have some troubles along the way though. They're not always on the money. Uh, by the end, I will say as well, the payoff, Like, the end of the first season, I was kind of like, you could have gone even further with this.
1: Mm -hmm. But for
0: much of the season, the stakes were high enough to keep me watching. So Mm -hmm. if you're interested in this, everybody, you got your Netflix subscription or someone else's. Yeah! So you can check it out and see. I think by episode two, you'll know whether you need to keep watching or not. Mm -hmm.
1: Well, Hulu has a new show, Safe Harbor, out. It's a miniseries. It's an Australian Miniseries, yes. And it's just four. It's out. And you can catch that with your Hulu or someone else's
0: subscription. <laughs> Do tell us about Safe Harbor. Well, here's what happened. Five years ago, five Australian friends were on a yacht going to Indonesia for vacation. While they're in the water, they see a sign of distress from another boat. There's smoke. The question is, should we help these people or not? Now, who are these people? Uh. Refugees. Mm. They wanna get, they've come from Indonesia. Now, they're not necessarily Indonesian. Uh, The main uh, family that we're introduced to later is Iraqi. We also have some people from Africa and so on. So uh, the point is they wanna come from their homelands and go to Australia. So they're going in the opposite direction. So for these five friends to help them, they gotta go back to where they came from. And do they have the fuel for this? Can they trust these people? Let's leave that hanging in the air. Now we cut to now five years later. We see the five friends in their different environments, in in the different states of their relationships too, which have changed. And one of them, encounters one of the refugees. And he goes, wait a minute, you made it. Oh my goodness, this is so great. You should come over for dinner. Bring your family. Mm. Now, we know that the guy he's invited has seemingly been stalking him. Okay. He doesn't know this. Okay. So, they have made it, but how did they make it to Australia? Who helped them or didn't? Right? Okay, so they're at this dinner, and he brings his brother, his son, and his wife. The wife is very upset. The wife didn't wanna go in the first place to this dinner. So things start to unravel from there. The five friends realize, wait, things may not have gone the way we thought they did. So as you go through these four parts, You get more and more of what happened five years ago and what has led us up to right now. And the question is, is anyone going to be safe at the end of this? Mm -hmm. Safe not only in their person, but also legally. Okay. So, safe harbor, is it one or not, right? Now, I'm going to tell you this. That is a very interesting question to pose from this miniseries. If you are in either position, what would you expect? What would you want? How would you react? Because what they do a great job of is presenting both sides. So you're kind of like, I don't quite know. I understand both sides. Yeah, yeah. Now, do they take things a bit too far toward the end? Yeah, that's okay. I was just interested in what was being revealed. And this is not easy to do. It's not easy to do a flashback structure yeah, when you're constantly telling us. Yeah, for yeah. yeah. It's just kind of like, okay, like I'm over you people. But that the actual story there, the actual thought behind it is what makes me say, hey, if you like this kind of story and you've seen it before, you can definitely watch this and you will be able to think, what would I do? Uh-huh. Ooh. And there are kids involved too because... Old boy who invited the refugee back for dinner. He's got some kids, and one of them is a daughter. Mm-hmm.
1: Dun, dun, dun. Well, let's stick with Hulu, but shifting to season finales. Yeah. We've got Harlots wrapping up its second season. You've been up and down about this show. You you are in and out, meaning, you know, you're not giving it total glowing reviews, but you're also sticking with it. So how did
0: it uh, fare out? Well, you know, we talked about Ref Howe in this show. It's a tonal question. Because, look, it's about harlots. You you called it harlots. You didn't call it professionals or anything like that. Ladies of the night. You called it harlots, (laughs) not escorts. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. So there's an expectation that comes with that name, right? There need, it needs to be saucy, there needs to be language, you know, stuff like that. And, you know, it, that's where the battle line should be drawn. But they want to introduce murders. Oh. So then it starts turning into, is it serious now? Is it a bit too serious? It's just a tonal question for me. Now, we talked about at the beginning of season, what is it, three? Two. Sorry. I'm sorry. In the beginning of season two, how I was feeling, okay, it's a bit too serious. And what happens is, it's like, well, I don't feel like watching this. then they go back to the more saucy body, you know, kind of witty things that I really like about this show. And then at the end, we come back to the murders. I mean, this is just what it is. So that's going to be the question for any viewer. Are you willing to go with them when they lose their humor? Now, the lucky thing for them is the cast. I mean, look, if you have Samantha Morton and Leslie Manville, that's enough.
1: Yeah.
0: And then they have even more. So all of, all of the, the members of the cast really do their jobs. We also have Jessica Brown Finley in this, and so on and so forth. So I'm willing to stick with them. Now what's happened here, everybody, is there are two rival madams, let's just say that. In season two, they're still trying to get after each other and they've taken things the next step. So it's become even worse. They've involved uh, the aristocracy. And in this season, uh, Liv Tyler joins the cast.
1: What? Oh, I love Liv.
0: Yeah, and we all know she told all of us in Lord of the Rings, hey, I can play British. <laughs> if you want him, come and claim him, OK? <laughs> so she is here <laughs> as a member of the aristocracy. And her brother, she and her brother, oh, boy. Okay, so what I love about Liv is that kind of breathiness she uses. I don't know why it works, but it just does. It does. She's cool. Like, she's just cool. So it was nice to see her in this cast. And by the end, I will say this, everybody. Both madams are in completely different places and not where they want to be. Okay? Uh uh Is one of them dead? Oh. Is one of them nuts? That's the ending question. And you will know the answers, but do the rest of the characters know? (laughs) Ooh, well, check it out. Yeah, season three, there you go. Yep.
1: Check it out. On OWN, Mm -hmm. they've already renewed their new show, Love Is, for a second season. It's been a smash hit. Social media is eating it up. People are eating it up. They're really enjoying it. I think OWN is constantly reaching and searching and getting its groove as far as finding what kind of content really fits that programming, not just the Tyler Perry um, uh, offerings, but also now we're getting into some BET territory. (laughs) 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 But Love Is has concluded its uh, 10 episodes and you got to see them all. And as we know, it's based on, loosely based on. A very famous couple, shall we say.
0: That's right. The Akils, Uh It's their show. So we can call them <laughs> out. <laughs> and what happens... I, you know what? I think when we first talked about this, I had my timing all wrong. So it's from 97 to now. Right? So it's about 20 years. And what we see is the start of their relationship in 97. I think in the first season we move into 98. Um, and this is uh, between Nuri and Yassir, played by... Michelle Weaver in the 90s, and Will Catlett in the 90s. Now in, well, 2017-ish now, it's played by Wendy Davis as Nuri, and Clark Peters yeah. is your seer. So what you see is now they're being interviewed about their relationship, and then, of course, we go back to the 90s to see what happened.
1: Just refresh the audience, who are these people? Like, they're creators of... <laughs>
0: Oh, um, girlfriends. Mm-hmm. Uh, right now, uh, Black Lightning. Yep. And so on.
1: They're Black like, royalty, basically, here in Hollywood. They really.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, the game. Yeah. Being Mary Jane. BG. Um, so, yeah. And remember, and as we're seeing in the show, where do they start? Mm-hmm. So, Nuri in the 90s, she gets her first big break on a show that's kind of like Martin. Um, and Kadeem Hardison plays her boss. <laughs> and let me tell you something, welcome back, Kadeem.
1: Yes, we love Kadeem.
0: Come on, yes. I always have. He's yes. a really good actor. He's so good as the EP, <laughs> as the showrunner. Okay, and he's looking at Nuri and really he wants to help her develop her craft. Now, how does he do that? <laughs> okay, it ain't always pleasant. And then also the dynamics between she and one of her great friends, who's also a writer, the other Black female on the writing team. But she has more experience. So what's that dynamic? Yasir wants to be a writer. He's writing scripts. He's there in L.A. with her, but he doesn't have a job. And he's living with his ex-girlfriend. <laughs> That's a no. We also find out he has a son. Back home, and Loretta Devine plays his mom.
1: Of course she does.
0: Can I just tell you that Anna Maria Horsford shows up as Nuri's grandmother? I just love that. (laughs) The casting decisions, just bravo, Akeel's. These are people who know Black actors. Yes. Okay. So it was just nice to populate the world with some of my favorite faces. So we see the ups and downs of their relationship. At the end of season one, in the right now timeline, Yasir has walked off set. Why? What has Nuri said that he didn't know? And we see in the 90s how, th- looks. there's been a marriage proposal. I won't tell you who pro- proposed to whom and whether it was accepted or not. Mm-hmm. Also, they uh, they both found out something about each other, that they have a shared experience that is not good, not pleasant. So that brings them together. There's stuff pulling them apart. Oh, my goodness. The questions for Nuria are, look, you are successful. Are you going to have a man living off of you, essentially? But you believe in his talent. Questions for Yassir are, look, can you uh, come to success on your own? Right? Things like that. So now, the things that I like the most about Love Is, obviously, I, I like a lot of the casting decisions. Um, I just like the people. I'll put it that way. Not even the characters. I like the people, like the actors themselves. I like their personalities. The other thing I really enjoy, Ref, is the tone. Mm. The presentation. It is not a bunch of neck-rolling nonsense. Yeah. Okay? It's nice and smooth. It's nice and light. (laughs) Yeah, i just got to (laughs) say, nice and smooth. And and we can say that because we are Black. Nice and smooth, Thank you. <laughs> nice and light, <laughs> okay? And it doesn't mean that they shy away from difficult situations, absolutely not. It's just, it's not dun, 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 about everything. <laughs> now, what I will have to say though, with the negative, unfortunately, oh. is things happen, it's kind of like, I didn't have enough time. Like, like episode two, they'd they love want to get married, almost, it's like, how did this, how do we get here? <laughs> you just met 12 hours ago so that's the thing there's some t- you have to go with the show there's some leaps in logic here I have to fine going with them I think that if own is going to be on this road that's the one I think that they really homing in on what their voice in my opinion should be if it's going to be a strong one so applause
1: Listeners, we've got a giveaway for you. We just give stuff away around here. It's weird. It's like Christmas at Why Watch That. All year round. (laughs) All year round. Now, listen, our latest giveaway is something that we've talked about on our show a couple episodes ago. It's called Book Club. If you want to find out a little bit more about that, you can dig around in our episodes. But we're giving away a pretty cool package for Book
0: Club. Mm -hmm.
1: It's got some deets to it.
0: Yeah, we got another Blu-ray DVD combo. Ew. Uh, uh, But wait a minute, we have a grand prize that includes a book bag, t-shirt, and portable reading light? Yes! So it's definitely something you want to uh, at least enter for if you don't want it yourself. Your mom would love it. (laughs) And the secondary prize is just the combo pack itself. Wait a minute, I want a portable reading light now. <laughs> we have wonderful stars here. Diane Keaton, Jane Fonda, Candice Bergen, Steve Virgin. We also have Andy Garcia, Cratey Nelson, all kinds of people here. So look, you know where to go. It's well, whywatchthat.com. Yeah. Why mm-hmm. And there's a giveaway section, I believe, there. I'm not allowed to go there. No, there. you're not.
1: But it's whywatchthat.com slash giveaways, or you can click on the giveaways tab.
0: That's right. And this is coming to us from Paramount. Yay!
1: American Woman on Paramount Network has concluded its season uh, with 11 total. And this is the Alicia Silverstone uh, show that you were a little about in the beginning. So let's, let's hear how you
0: ended the thoughts that you are whirling through your head. Yeah, you know doesn't love alicia silverstone yeah you know so she this is based on the life of kyle richards who is one of the real housewives of whatever like beverly hills or something one of them california shows um and it's set in the 70s where she and her sister were living with uh, her mother as a single mother because of her father's infidelities now i don't know how much of this is absolutely real but that's what happens in the show So the question is, for the mom, played by Alicia Silverstone, can she support these kids on her own in the 70s when she's been out of the workforce for who knows how long? She ends up working at a department store, all of this stuff. Is that going to be enough to support two daughters? No. And the Mm -hmm. husband, is he going to give money to support them? Does he even have it to give? Also, uh, mom has two best friends, uh, one of whom is played by Mina Subari, the other is played by Jennifer Bartles. And Mina Savari's character is in a relationship with a man whom we find out is in the closet.
1: He's just in the closet the entire time he doesn't come out?
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, someone well, yanks him out of the closet. I'll put yeah, it that way. Oh, oh. Okay. Remember, it's the 70s. Yeah. So it's And she has gone into business with him. She has daddy's money. So she's gone into business with him as casting director. So how does she deal with all of this? They even, ref, you're going to love this. They even, she goes to Est from the American. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Now the other friend, Jennifer Bartle's character, she's uh, some sort of financial person. I don't know the position, but she's working at a bank. And of course she's great at a job, but she's a woman in the seventies. Yeah. She doesn't get the promotion or does she? So, and also can she find a husband? Cause she's living, taking care of a mother and the mother's looking at her like um that guy you're dating ain't the one for you things like that okay so this is the kind of thing that you're dealing with and this is why Alicia Silverstone's character is starting to date other people she dates a young guy all of that's going on now the best thing about this show is that it's set in the 70s it just makes everything cute okay. and more interesting than it otherwise would be Outside of that, there's nothing new here. Like, I, I, I'm i just watching it. <laughs> now, it's a half an hour, so it's easy to watch. So it's really 20 minutes of time. And again, it's, it's the 70s. We don't see the 70s now on TV a lot. So that would be it. If you like Alicia Silverstone, you kind of think this is cute, and you want to see the 70s, that's why you would watch American Woman. Otherwise, you know there's a show called Younger on. <laughs>
1: Well, there you have it. (laughs) Listen, while we're at Paramount Network, let's continue on with the season finale of Yellowstone, which got renewed for its second season. It has been, according to the press, one of the highest rated cable shows um, this summer. Mm. And again, this is by one of our favorites, Taylor Sheridan, who wrote it, directed it, and it's starring yes. Kevin Costner and a wonderful cast. Now you were a little you you were a little up and down about this specifically um, with you know a certain expectation that we both have of Taylor, yeah, because we love his work. Did it? How did it end? I mean, did it fare out for you? Uh,
0: well, let's go here.
1: All right.
0: Again, Yellowstone is. Uh... It's a family drama uh, tucked inside a Western. Okay, but you know, Western's are family dramas too. Yes, they are. So we have Kevin Costner playing John Dutton. He owns a huge swath of land, yes. Uh, if you're thinking Yellowstone Park, yeah, it's there in Montana. And he wants to hold on to this land, but of course there are other people who have other ideas for this land. Mm-hmm. Okay. One of whom is uh, a Native American guy played by Gil Birmingham. That's Chief a regular? At, a tax- at,
1: yeah.
0: Yeah, for, yeah. Taylor Sheridan. Absolutely. He plays Chief Thomas Rainwater. And Chief Thomas Rainwater has plans for the reservation. Oh, yeah. They are coming up. Mm-hmm. Okay. He's gotten his education outside of the reservation. He's bringing it back to take over. All right. Now, who's going to help him with this? Well, Danny Houston's character comes in, Dan Jenkins, who's always wanted to get Dutton's land. Mm. But Dutton ain't selling, so how's he going to do it? And there's all these political things that go on among these three guys. Now, Dutton has three sons and a daughter. And one of the sons ain't with us no more. Which leads to all the other kinds of stuff. Uh, The older of the two remaining sons, played by Wes Bentley, is a lawyer who is going to become a politician, so he thinks. Hmm. The younger son is married to a Native American woman and has a son with her. Hmm. He lives on the reservation. How's that going to play out? Mm? And the daughter... So is a piece of work. That's right, played by Kelly Riley. Now, if Kelly Riley plays you, you know you're a piece of work.
1: Yeah, you, you know
0: it's going to be very interesting. <laughs> so by the end of season one, the question is, who's in control or not? Because there's something going on with John Dutton that people are starting to find out and that it is lessening his power. Mm. Time is running out for him. So is he going to lash out? yes. And we have farm hands involved here, oh. who are doing illegal things. The main one, played by Cole Hauser. Now, if you don't know who Cole Hauser is, go watch one of our favorite films, and that is what? Well, wait, remember what Ben Affleck and Matt Damon did together? Goodwill Hunting. Goodwill, yes. He was the other friend. That's not a Damon or an Affleck. <laughs> okay, that's oh. Cole Hauser. Now he's all grown up, (laughs) and he ain't playing with nobody either. Mm. So, essentially, that's what's happening here at Yellowstone. Now, for your question you asked that I dodged. Yeah, you did. Um, the great thing about Taylor Sheridan is that these people he writes are characters. Yes, fully realized characters. It's like, these people must exist somewhere that I've Mm. never been. Yeah. I don't know that I want to go there to meet them, (laughs) but I know they're out there. It's that kind of specificity that we've come to really love from Taylor. Yeah, yeah. I can't say we get that here. Oh, no! I know. I I was hoping. I'm a fan. I was, the cast, even some of the moments, I have to say ref, were clunky. Some of the beats did not land, and I have to say, Kelly Riley and Wes Bentley, some of their scenes were really not good. Together. And they're wonderful actors. I love you. So, it's okay. It's just that when you say it's okay from Taylor Sheridan? Yeah. Now, he did direct and write all 10 episodes. That is a lot.
1: It's almost unheard of in television. I I can attest to it. It is... Literally something that people don't usually do, and let's also tell our listeners that he really only had one film under his belt prior to this. To yeah, it, he's primarily a an actor right. turned writer who then started directing. So this is not a seasoned director.
0: Absolutely, and I, I just think because it wasn't the plan for him to direct, he was just going to write it. Right. I just think because things happened, he decided to direct in order to keep the ship going, that maybe that explains some of it. Um, I will be watching season two because this is my kind of thing. I just hope that these peoples turn, turn into actual characters, specific ones, instead of archetypes.
1: All right. Well, let's end this conversation with Sharp Objects. Yeah. And this was, uh, this is HBO's limited... Uh, series. Well, it's not even a series. It's just a. When they say limited, I almost want to say it's a mini series. I don't understand really what the difference is, but. It's the same thing. It is the same thing. It's not something that we're going to see, you know, multiple seasons of um, as of right now. That's what we know. But this is the one that uh, I heard was a hard watch. Yes. A hard watch with some very tough content, but coming from amazing people. Actors and actresses. Yeah. So, you know, people are talking about
0: it. Yeah, that's absolutely right. And look, according to HBO's uh, president of programming, he said, no, this will not be like Big Little Lies. This is it. <laughs> now, he said that in July. So <laughs> we'll see if that changes. Now, Sharp Objects is based on, I believe it was Gillian Flynn's first novel mm. of the same name. Um, it, Marty Knoxon is the creator, showrunner here. And Jean-Marc Vallier is back as director from Big Little Lies. You just love saying that. He deserves me saying it that way. <laughs> uh, he does, he has completely earned it. <laughs> now, <laughs> I'll say it correctly. Now look, <laughs> like you're saying, who's in front of the camera here as well? We got Amy Adams.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Ooh. Amy Adams is playing Camille, Camille Preaker. She is a reporter from the big city, St. Louis who has to go back home to win Gap because girls are coming up dead. And these are teenage girls. Who's doing it? Her editor sends her back, says, hey, you know this place, you can do it. And we know that Camille has problems. Unfortunately, she cuts herself and she has an alcohol problem on top of it. Okay. She goes back home, does this trigger things? Of course it does. Her mama? Play by Patricia Clarkson. Yikes. I mean, these are some serious actresses here. The mama we find out immediately when they meet, this is the problem. And it's not that anybody's going nuts and yelling. No, it's what's not said. And the looks that are given. And actually what is said as well. <laughs> but this is like, if Miranda Priestly were in a thriller that's the mom. Oh, gosh. That's this woman. Now, Camille has a younger sister who is the same age as these girls who are coming up dead. There's a curfew in the town, of course, to keep these girls safe. So we know there's danger, Will Robinson. Okay. Mm. Now, there are other people in the town as well. And this is a small town. Okay. it's all. It has a rural feel. So, you know, word goes fast. And Camille has to deal with people from the past. And I just have to say that Elizabeth Perkins is in this cast. Oh, dear. If you're thinking, who's Elizabeth Perkins? Think Big. Yes, Tom (laughs) Hanks' girlfriend in Big. Oh, my gosh. Brilliant actress. Yeah. And this woman, there's something going on with her. How is she mixed up in this family as well? Okay. She's a character. Mm. The father... (laughs) <laughs> yeah, there is a father. He seems like he's in his own world, listening to music. But as the episodes progress, we find that he does have a voice when he wants to use it. There's a sheriff of the town. He's involved in this mess way. There's this detective that's come from Kansas City to help. He's an outsider. So, you know, you can start to get the picture. Now, as we move through these eight episodes, we learn more and more about what happened in the past. And one thing we learned is Camille had another younger sister gone is that the cause of this rift Hmm? is that the cause of camille's problems and by the end who did this murder who's up who's doing this stuff is it who you think is it not is it more than one person i i can't tell you but they do try a little twist at the end i'll tell you that and i will say if you make it to the end to the eighth episode you need to watch through the credits oh okay so be sure to do that now. It's helpful. Yeah. That, hey, that's why we're here. Oh, no looks. <laughs> now look. This is tough stuff. I mean, this show responsibly, of course, at the end of every episode, says, hey, call this hotline if you're having these kind of problems. It's that kind of show. And we do implore people, if you are in that situation, to talk to somebody.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, so... That's the kind of thing, if you're going in, know that this is not going to be at the end where you go, oh, I'm feeling nice and, and, and you know, light." No. <laughs> okay. It's Gillian Flynn. So we have that going on. So the question is, is there enough here to make that worthwhile? And I'd say it's just enough. I would c- give this good. That's what I would call it. Just good. That's what it is. By the end, I was like, okay. Now, did they really get the critic at the end? No, they didn't. I was kind of like, (laughs) uh-huh. Okay. That switcheroo didn't get me, but it may get some other people. But I will say the acting here, and even a lot of the writing, it's really well done. Like These people thought about it and they came to work. So even when it doesn't work, you know that you're in the hands of people who know what they're doing. So there you go. I mean, hey, everybody. It's a tough road to hoe here, but it might be worth your while.
1: Well, 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 there you go. Listen, you keep locked here because Mm -hmm. we're going to keep you up to date with all the things happening in television. We're not going to give you that neck rolling nonsense, (laughs) (laughs) or we will actually (laughs) give you, we'll probably do. We'll probably give you neck rolling nonsense. But hey, take the nonsense with the neck rolling. It's, it's fun. Uh, check out our website, www.ywatchthat.com, to keep up to date. Wow.